Today, we are squashing mom guilt. Now, we're all going to have conflicting feelings from time to time, but today we're hitting pause during this episode to really shift our mindset around feeling guilty as a mother. Okay, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to figure out what our values are and make sure they're actually ours and not others, other people's that we've adapted into thinking are ours. This is our own individual journey of motherhood. My goal by the end of this episode is to help you feel free free from the paralyzing feeling that we aren't doing enough or we are missing moments and instead realizing that you have to feel fulfilled as your own human too. You can't pour from an empty cup and your people want your energy more than your time. Realizing that most of it is probably in your head and you're agonizing over something that doesn't exist and wasting precious time with your kids by worrying. You are doing a great job and you aren't going to feel guilty for being your own independent and productive and happy human in addition to being an awesome mother. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. Today, I am tackling the huge topic of mom guilt, something I think all of us mothers feel at one point or another. Some of us feel it in a small way. Some of us feel it in a big way. Some of us feel it every single day, and some of us feel it occasionally. Wherever you fall in the spectrum of mom guilt, I really think this episode is going to help. I've struggled with mom guilt, like most of us, um, ever since I became a mother. And I think it's such an important topic. And I want to preface this like I do all episodes like this with I am in no way a psychiatrist, a psychologist, an expert in this field. I'm just an actual mom with lots of mom friends who are always talking about this type of thing and trying to you know, feel balanced in a way. And I think that mom guilt is a, such a struggle. And I have really, really read a lot, listened to a lot on this topic. And so I am coming to you today feeling the least amount of mom guilt that I've ever felt before. So I wanted to hurry up and record this podcast before that changes. Because as we know, things change. Ages and stages, our own lives and our own situations change and our kids change and they grow up and they're in different grades and they go to school different hours and all the, everything changes. So I think that getting a good system down for making the best decisions for right now is key. Being decisive and then not feeling guilty. I have read so much about this and, and talked to so many different women about mom guilt. And I think it's actually, I think that the guilt, we can turn it into a good thing, kind of like a North Star so we know our priorities. I put the question out on Instagram, how do you feel about mom guilt? And I got so many great responses. And it really was the jumping off point for me for this episode to hear. I mean, I know what my inner circle and of course my really good friends, how they feel. But then to kind of see people from all over the world, different, you know, I got hundreds of responses. And I want to start out by reading some of them just to put into perspective how we are all feeling. And I'm going to get into, I'm going to get into a lot about 
being a little bit vulnerable and talking about this. Don't keep it a secret because then you have support. And I think that's just so important. So that's why I'm starting with this. So when I asked the question about, you know, how do you feel about mom guilt? How does it play into uh, into your life? Here are some of the responses. Working four days a week and only seeing my daughter in the evenings and on the weekends. Spending enough time with them. Am I balancing my work life and my family life? I feel guilty when I do something for myself when I could be with them. I'm going to talk a lot about that one. Not doing enough day trips with my daughters. Not being present enough when I'm with my kids. Now, I think that this episode is specifically going to speak to that because if, if you know, we already feel guilty, but then when we're not, when we're with our kids, if we're not present enough, then it just, it just snow, it just snowballs. Working from home and playing with my baby splitting time is hard. I feel like I put my kids off to get work done. Of course, I feel that way too. My inability to be fully present. Working and not having a ton of flexibility for adventure during the week. But as you listen to these things, think about it from a child's perspective. I guarantee very few of these, if any, our children are thinking, you know, like, like a couple ago, not doing enough day trips with my daughters. I'm sure they're not thinking about the day trips you're not doing. They're thinking about the day trips you are doing and the weekend time that you do have. Anyways, can't keep keeping going. Always being tired and not patient enough. That one is a real one. I love the honesty. Not being present. The pain I caused my, my daughter when I divorced her father, it literally hurts my heart. And we're going to separate that because I think that that is more shame than actual guilt. In here, there are some of these that I think are more shame that I think that we need to work through and then forgive ourselves and then and then move on. Not always giving them my time, not teaching them enough and not and letting them spend too much time on iPads. I think that we can all relate to this especially this year in 2020 trying to just make it all work. Doing something for myself, not mentally being there, taking time for myself away from the kids. I'm a single mom. I don't get child support, so I must work a lot to survive. Traveling for work, being away from my kids and doing things for myself, leaving my kid to go to the work. Someone said all of the things, missing moments, not being able to take them to activities that happen during the day, letting my son watch TV in order to get things done gives me tremendous guilt, not coming up with enough learning activities for my toddler throughout each day. Let me tell you. Your toddler is not thinking about the learning activities, the homemade Play-Doh that you're not making. I promise you. Am I putting my needs and wants before their own? Is it okay to need and want my own things? I feel guilty working while my kids are home. They don't get my full attention. When I realized at the end of the day that I wasn't present due to all the to-dos, missing out on the small things, do they feel they can bring their troubles to me and that I can help? Am I present and giving them enough of my time to feel safe, happy, and loved? Not giving my kids as much quality time as I'd like? Making my husband watch the kids, not sure why they're his kids too? (laughs) Not keeping them entertained enough. But I would say, as a rebuttal to that one, I think there's something to being bored. And I mean, I don't even like the word bored, but kind of like getting bored and then getting creative. Not always entertaining them could be a good thing. Working while my kiddos are around or awake, not being able to be present with them. Screen time while around the kids, like you being on your phone. Sending them to daycare while I work. Missing anything, but I want, but I also want my own life. I think that is such a summary for so many of these. 
stay-at-home mom struggling of managing everything. I'm the cook, I'm the maid, and I'm the teacher. Oh, I hear you, sister. Splitting time with kids and work, not being good enough, going on my first three-day trip away from my toddler and freaking out. We're going to talk about vacations in this episode. Taking time for myself or spending time away from the kids, knowing what is important to kids and what's not, making sure both my boys have enough of my attention as they are 11 and three, a big gap. Ooh, that is a good one. Age gap is hard. Not always feeling joy. Leaving them, not giving enough of me to my kids, spending too much time working, cleaning the house and on the phone. Not enough time, not enough quality experiences, taking time for myself, sending her to pre-K if I don't have much work or working instead of playing. When I snap at the kids because I'm tired or say no to something because I'm tired, I can't be there for all of them at the same time. Feeling mom guilt feeling a day off when I should work to provide more money, traveling for work and being away from home, not being enough for my kids, spreading myself too thin with work and kids and as a wife, that I don't spend enough time with each of my kids separately, getting a sitter so I can do things for myself, lack of time with kiddos, missing things at school. That's hard, especially when there's other parents going to school needing to slow down and enjoy the moments with her more, feeling like I didn't do enough for them, missing out on fun kid activities during the week, when I spend money on myself for brand name items when it could go to my son's future college, choosing to work and wanting to work even though I don't have to work for household income, so interesting, spending any amount of time away from my kids, wishing I cooked more but something has got to give, that is such a great point. You, you, you physically can't be 110% at all the things. Doing something frivolous away from the kids, like a massage or vacation. In this episode, I will combat that and explain why I think it's not frivolous. Giving each the same amount of attention. There's a lot of that. Giving one child more attention than the other. Feeling guilty when I clean up after dinner that I'm not spending time with them. And fun dad, in quotes, gets to play. Just being away from them, even if it's just for a night, I just don't want to miss anything. Mom guilt over wanting a break. I feel like it's so important for moms to have me time, but it's hard not to feel, feel guilty. Taking time for me versus spending time with them. Massage appointments, vacations, going out with friends, not being present enough. I'm not a great, quote, player. I think this is so insightful and so vulnerable and so amazing to bring up because like the other, the other girl said the fun quote unquote fun dad, it is hard to be the cook and the chef and the teacher and do all the things and just try to keep all the balls in the air and not drop them. And then our kids want to play and then we're supposed to sit on the floor and be silly. Like that's not always easy to flip. I am a teacher and I never took my children to school because I taught at 7am. I'm telling you, I think if we flip this thing and instead of focusing on that thing, I'm sure that as a teacher, you brought so many amazing resources to your child and it was just their normal that you didn't take them to school. They don't feel like they got any less. That's just their normal and all the positives are all the other things. I think that we focus on what we think we're not giving them, but that's not what they're focused on. Really interesting. I, I wish I could read all of these, but that would take a whole hour and I think we got through like just the heart of what so many people are feeling guilty about. We feel like we need to cook homemade healthy meals every night. We need to be making, 
you know, if you have toddlers and you may making homemade Play-Doh and be running our own school, developing their skills and numbers and letters and months. If they're older, we need to be there for them all the time and giving each kid their own individual attention. And we need to be pull ourselves together and be a happy, perky wife and have the house tidied. And we need to never lose our patience and never be tired. And I think that we just need to give ourselves some grace and realize that we have to be whole as our own humans in order to be good at any of this. And yes, we will miss some minutes, but we will come back with such better energy and better love and just feel, not better love, but you know what I mean? Like like a zest for like, it just, I, it just, it's just, we come in feeling so much more whole because we've had that time to kind of regroup ourselves. And still, even though we are a mother, we're still our own happy human. And we're still doing those things that made us happy before we had kids, even if it's at a smaller scale or in a different way. We're, we're, we're not feeling like we've lost the human that we are because we have a spouse and a house or a, you know a, a home to run and children to take care of. Uh, I think that as caring moms, we're constantly questioning, are we doing what's best for our children or are we doing enough? Are we, quote, good enough? And I think that a lot of this is because of messages from society and from the media, what we what we see other people on social media, but that's the, that's the best 1% that you see. You see them being a great mom or what they're doing. And it's interesting because sometimes people have said on social media, um, you know, do you think about if you ever do extra quote unquote extra mom type things, does it make other moms feel less than? And I am always so aware of that because there are so many things that I don't do over the top that other people do. But I do like if I'm bringing my child flowers at the Christmas performance, and I know like not everyone does, that's just in my family, we always did growing up. And I just think it's such a sweet thing. It's a tiny little thing of flowers. But I'll tell my close friends, hey, I'm grabbing a little, you know, five, $10 bouquet. Can I grab one for you guys? So that way, at least, you know, in my inner circle, if I'm ever doing like something that would kind of be quote unquote extra, I... I, I do that because I never want to make anybody feel less than because I'm doing something a little. Because like I said, it all balances out. But I think that we have this perception of what we should be that's not our perception. And also our own family environment could be our family environment or society or our culture. Maybe you have judgmental family or friends who, you know, may do things differently or even question your parenting decisions. And so it shakes our confidence. And that's what I think we really need to hone in on and figure out what our priorities are and our values and make sure they're really ours. I think that given all this, we have like this never ending set of challenges and push and pull and struggles and daily decisions. Of course, we feel guilty in this area. I think that I, I think that especially if you are working outside of the home, um, trying to have a work life and then your own personal life, we're all supposed to be the primary caregivers of our children. We're supposed to drive them to everything and pack all the lunches and be the room parent and run the errands and have the organized house. And I just think for so many of us, it's unrealistic and it sets up really conflicting demands and roles. And I think that that's why we feel guilty because we have these expectations 
that it's we just can't do everything at 110%. And I think most of us realize that there is no such thing as a perfect balance at the same time for everything. And also things happen. Uh, your kids, uh, you know, get sick. And a lot of times that falls on women to take care of when things go sideways. Or, you know, if the kids are off for a week, you know, a lot of those things fall on us in addition to all the other things that we have. So my goal is to really think of how can we really get in on what is important to us? What are, and and completely, I'm sure you've heard me say, put your earbuds in, completely tune out what people, even that you love and care about, would say about it. So if you're someone that has your kids, in, your, say you have, you know, say you have two little kids and they're in daycare during the day while you work and you work, you power it out and then you pick them up and you are happy and you are fulfilled because you love what you do and that sets your soul on fire and you're with them in the mornings and you're with them in your, in the evenings and then you have awesome weekends and you take, you know, a vacation or two a year and you feel great at that, that feels right to you. I feel like you need to completely let go of the guilt because for you, if you were, if that is what feels good to you, if you were home all day with the crying and the naps and the things that some people are built for and love and thrive on, but if you're not that person, then you're going to be resentful and run down and exhausted and feel unfulfilled because that's not what makes you feel full. I just think this is such an individual journey of motherhood. We all need to think about how we want to be spending our days. And and some people have more luxuries with this than others. Like, like um, the one mom mentioned, I'm a single mom without child support. I have to work a lot. So, you know, sometimes the choice isn't even completely ours. And, and I feel so much for people who feel constrained in that way that, you know, they, they you know, can't 100% decide what their day-to-day look like. And then the other mom who says, I feel guilty because I work and I don't have to for income in our house. It's so interesting how it goes It goes so many different ways. And we all have this similar feeling of guilt, but in completely different situations. But if you notice, there's so many of similar thoughts in all those things that I read. And I think that this is one of the main things that I learned in all my research about mom guilt is we keep it a secret. And I think that that is a mistake. I think that we need to lean into our vulnerability. I've, I've, I've done podcasts about this, about being open to, and hopefully you feel like by listening to this podcast, I'm always the first to say, hey, these are my fails. These are my mini wins. These are, I just think by owning it, it. It allows you to work through it and then move on. If it's a secret, it just feels shameful. And I'm going to talk about shame because I think it's really interesting. But I just think you need to say it out loud. It helps me learn from it. And also, first, you have to pick who you who you tell. So tell what I call like your safe people. And share. By letting your guard down, it allows you to face what you feel guilty about Show up, share your story, embrace the vulnerability of it all, and hear their perspective. Or, or maybe you just need someone to listen 
But I'm telling you, in that moment, then you have support and you don't feel isolated. Because I feel like so many people in this journey and in this struggle feel lonely. And I feel like we should never be lonely. We should be brave, let your guard down. And I think you will see that most of these feelings are universal. Most of us moms feel like this. So by saying it out loud, it somehow makes it better. It makes you feel okay. It's not like this thing you're holding inside. And I feel like in some way it will make you feel better, even if it's just getting it out or by sharing the experience with another mom or other moms that you know aren't going to judge and are going to show up for you. I think that that's how you learn and you grow and now you have support and you're not lonely and you're not embarrassed by how you feel. I think it's I think it's just so important. I think it's also really important to distinguish the difference between guilt and shame. And I think guilt can actually be helpful to sort of recalibrate. But shame is not good. That's what we are trying to avoid here. Shame is when you made a mistake as a mom. Like that's a different topic. So let's take that off the table for now. You know, shame is about something we wish we would have done differently. Like when you completely lose your cool with your kid irrationally, or you make a mistake and you wish you would have handled the situation differently or whatever it is. That's shame. Like one of the moms who who said, um, you know, she's upset about the divorce. I think that those are things like for me, shame is something that I need to like forgive myself for learn from, understand, not like, you know, pretend it didn't happen, but learn from, understand, forgive, and move on. Because you can't change that it happened, but you can change how much it affects you today. It's interesting. There's a quote that's like, you know, if, I don't know, I mean, I, I, I can't think of exactly what it is, but basically it's like, you go through the shame of when something happens and then you repeat the shame every single day when, when the thing is already over. We can't change it. So let's learn from it. Let's accept it. Let's come to terms with it. And then let's move on. That's shame. I'm talking about guilt. And I think guilt can be helpful so that we can recalibrate and we can help discover what our priorities are and our values are and what we really want to be doing each day. I got a lot of messages about should and Sometimes I think that that quote unquote should comes from family, society, our mom friends, our culture, and they're often expectations that are not our own. And so I did a podcast not too long ago about doing what you should do. And I'm all about like tuning into what you should do, what your soul tells you you should do, not in a cheesy way, but like what you know you should do. And that's what I think of the same thing applies here. We have to do what we think we should do. The point is to be like who you should be according to your own priorities and how you want to be spending your days. So let's unhook from what others think we should do and how we should be and really focus on in this season, how how do I want to lay out my day and how do I want to lay out my week and how do I feel the most balanced? And for me, I've really found that that push and pull um, is how I get to that sweet spot where I feel like I'm getting the right amount of time with my kids. I also have time by myself to recuperate and 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 do what I need to do. And then I also have time with my husband and time with my friends and time for my work. 
It is, I feel like a constant little juggle, a little balance. But by being in tune with what makes me feel good, tuning out what society says, media says, social media, um, reality shows, getting rid of all that and just being fully aware of what's important to us um, is just going to be really key. One other thing I wanted to mention that I think is super interesting is when we're pregnant, we prepare for the birth of the child and the child sleeping through the night and what we're all the baby gear, but we don't prep each other for feeling baby blues and postpartum and the fact that you'll never stop worrying about this human ever. You know, like you have such a full heart, but also like kind of such a heavy heart because there's always something that you're worried about. You know, are they okay? Okay, now onto this kid. Are they okay? There's just always something at every age. So I feel like when we're thinking about having kids and especially before your first kid, when you have this like amazing time being pregnant and and thinking through things, if you are pregnant now, I think start thinking about this next phase and the, the next level of it and listening to audiobooks, not just about, you know, the first six months of life, but beyond and the emotions and, and how you're going to deal with it. I just think the name of the game is constantly recalibrating and know and understand that if we aren't happy and whole, we aren't giving them the best of us. You know, I want to, you want to give them the best of you, not what's left of you. So whatever it is that you need, a facial, a night out with your friends, like, yes, you miss those minutes with your kids, but you also come back fully whole and so happy to feel alive and, you know, like accomplished or productive or relaxed. And you're like your own human, whether it was an hour away or a night away or a weekend away or a vacation. Believe me, it is hard. I am one of those people that I, I mean, I secretly never want to leave my kids. I want to take them on every single vacation. I want to do things with them during the day. And then when they're exhausted, I want to go out with my husband at night. But I realized that that's not realistic. And that's not what my relationship needs and my relationship with my friends too. And a lot of times it's also a sacrifice. Like for example, right now my husband has a trip coming up that is for one of his friends, uh, a big birthday for one of his friends. And it's a whole bunch of couples going and I want to go with him. I want to go because it's a fun couples trip. I want to go because it's a, you know, a fun trip in Mexico and I don't like separating. I don't want him to go on his own, but it falls over. He's home by Halloween, but it's, he, he, he's gone for all the school Halloween stuff. And I'm setting up backdrops at the school for them to take pictures. And I just, I personally wouldn't miss my kids dressing up for Halloween and going to school such a special day. And obviously I've also now committed to doing the, doing the kind of uh, cool thing for the whole school, taking photos. But even that whole thing aside, it's just for me, I just, it, it, I just, I know now instead of doing something and feeling guilty, I just put myself in that headspace. Okay. If it were that morning about to get on a flight, would I be like, okay, I'm cool with them. I've seen lots of Halloweens. They're good. Their costumes are arranged. They're good. I'm going to go on vacation. Or would I be like, I, I just can't, like, it doesn't feel good for me missing it. And I knew for me, that was the answer. So my husband's going on his own. I am definitely the more responsible one that, that always will sacrifice and stay with the kids if it's not, you know, if it doesn't feel comfortable or if they need one of us or if they need me. And so, you know, that's, that's just the balance. So I'm bummed. He's going to go on this awesome couple's vacation and I won't be there, but I know 
I know my priorities and I know um, just, I mean, for that situation, it's more than priorities. It's just more like, I know how I feel. I know how I would feel. And so I just made the, made the decision, even though I've kind of second guessed it and I didn't, don't allow myself, make the decision, put yourself in that situation and move on because otherwise you're going to analyze, agonize over it, but it's just so much better to make the decision and then, and then move on to the next thing. This is what I've really figured out works for me. Make the best decisions you can for each day, then move on. Deci- and decide and go enjoy it. So then if it's the other way, so say you're, you're going to go away for an anniversary trip, decide and then enjoy it. Don't go on vacation and call them 700 times a day and FaceTime them when you wake up and you go to sleep and talk and then talk when you're on vacation about how guilty you feel and how hard it is. No, let's make the decision and then enjoy Go, you know, run around, eat and drink and celebrate and experience and then come back with a whole new zest and a whole new refreshment. Kids can be exhausting and they can be hard. And so being away, it can use it as that refueling time. And like I said, it is not natural for me to get on a plane without my kids. It just isn't. I don't have a necessarily like a, I don't have a flying issue, but I just, I just, I, I just love being around them. I want to take them everywhere. And I just, it doesn't, it doesn't feel natural leaving them. But what I do is I just book what's comfortable. I haven't done a long trip away from them. I, I will at some point, but so I just know what is comfortable. So I'll do like two nights, you know, slowly we'll push to three. And then I'm sure at some point my husband and I will go to Europe for 10 days and it will all be fine. I'm not there yet with the kids' ages and, of course, the situation going on in the world right now. But I'm just telling you, I think that do as much as you feel comfortable, but don't feel guilty in the process. Like realize that you can't pour from an empty cup. I'm telling you. And on the daily, just remember that saying. Someone sent that to me, by the way. I should be giving them credit. I mean, of course, I've said that this this – who said this? Who said this? Um, because when I read that, I was like, yes, that is the summary. Who said this? Who said this? A couple people said this, but um, yes. So shout out to everyone who gave me all these great ideas on Instagram because so many of them really helped me. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Shauna, Shauna Marie said, remember, you can't pour from an empty cup. Thank you, girl. You are so right. And I think that's really such a good summary in this whole thing is make a decision enjoy it. Stop overthinking things. And hey, if you get in a rut and you're like, something's off, I'm telling you, for me, I I treat a massage like therapy. I go, if I'm like working through something like this, and sometimes you need to talk to someone, friends or family or whatever, but for me, a lot of times, if I just need to recalibrate priorities or days or things feel off, I go into an, an amazing 60-minute massage. I control my mind and I tell myself, I am. this is my own therapy session. I am going to go through what's working, what's not, what feels off, what, you know, where am I run down, which, all of it. And then a lot of times I'm able to sort of just by taking that time, I'm able to think through it. I think other times massages should just be to unwind and relax. But for me, a lot of times it's like a therapy massage where I just go in and I'm like, okay. Let's let's breathe, let's enjoy this, and let's think through what feels off and recalibrate. I used to work in my office every day, but that worked at that point. My girls were both in school. I'd drop them off. I'd 
uh, get to my desk right after I dropped them off at nine nine ten. I'd work like hell. I'd pack my own lunch. I didn't leave. I didn't. I went got up to go to the bathroom and for meetings, and that's it. Didn't leave the building until you know two o'clock when I had to leave for carpool, and that worked. But then when I had the little guy, that didn't work anymore. I it, it didn't feel natural to me to have someone here with him while I went to work. So now I have the struggle of of doing both. Now he's in preschool a few hours. It's always evolving. And I just feel like by constantly analyzing your days and and what makes you happy, I think that that's the best way to find that, that, that special place. And I think right now, if you're doing, if you're, if what you're doing feels good for you, but you feel guilty because you feel like that's not what most of your friends do. Oh, you got to get rid of that because you have it. You have it figured out. You feel good. And I'm telling you, our kids are going to get the best of us if we are happy. And even if you feel like you wish you were giving them more physical time, like more minutes, I'm telling you, if you're happier during those minutes and you have more patience and you're more present, I just think that's such a bigger gift. And I know on a lot of these messages, the whole not being fully present thing is hard. And I struggle with this too. But I think for me, if I am able to do those things for myself, those little things, a massage, a date night, a lunch with my friends, um, even like uh, shopping by myself, or, you know, I just feel like then I feel so fulfilled and I miss them. And then I come back and I'm completely playing on the floor. I don't see a screen. I don't see my phone. And I'm just able to really be present with them because I feel like I, I, you know, I missed them and I have, I, I did the other things, but I'm telling you, especially this year in 2020, between the housework and the laundry and the cooking and the cleaning, I just think we all need to give ourselves a little bit of grace. I think we need to be intentional about putting our phones away when not like a punishment, but just like, if you want to be more present, I feel like that's always the constant distraction. And I think sometimes it could be five minutes. I think it's like at the end of the day, we're so tired. Like, ah, I don't want to sit on the floor and play Legos for an hour. Cool. Do it for 10 minutes. Say for 10 minutes, I'm going to do whatever my kid wants me to do. And I'm not going to be distracted. I'm going to be engaged. I'm going to talk to them. And I feel like a lot of times that's all they want. And then you feel like you were fully present. For me, I know it feels overwhelming. Like, are you kidding me? I have laundry piled up to here. I have dishes piled up to here. How am I really going to sit on the floor right now and do something when I just feel like I have the weight of the world on my shoulders? But I'm telling you, by going out and doing those little things that make you feel personally fulfilled and by disconnecting from your phone, I think it makes it easier to be present, you know? And another thing I think is we should stop talking about feeling guilty, especially around our kids. Like I was saying at the beginning of this episode, likely our kids aren't even thinking about any of these things. These things that we have in our head that we feel like they're missing, don't say it in front of them because then it creates a thing. If you, I mean, let's work through it on our own, in our own minds, talk to your friends, talk to, you know, your safe people, your spouse, but make sure you're not talking about feeling guilty in front of them because then you put it in their heads. Likely they're thinking about what they're getting, not what they're not getting. So I think, you know, just like so many things, it's better to not talk about in front of them. And I think we need to lean into, like I said, being vulnerable, showing up, connecting with the right other people being able to offer 
empathy and compassion and just being open and honest with others and with ourselves, then we can really explore and constantly be redefining what motherhood looks like for you and embracing this journey of motherhood and understanding that it is it is your own journey and your own path what anybody else thinks of it absolutely does not matter and by doing it this way i think that you will be the happiest i think that your kids will be the happiest they will get the best version of you i think that you will be the mother that you want to be when all of it feels like a balance you know I really hope in this podcast I was able to help you squash your mom guilt, realize that you are doing an awesome job. We all need to give ourselves a little grace and realize our kids are happy and and healthy and learning and striving. And, you know, if we are happy and loving and kind people, they will be too. And really, isn't that, you know, what we want for our kids more than anything else? Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you guys. Please let me know what you thought about this episode. Let's have some conversations in some DMs. My Instagram name is at Lindsay's Cloud. I would love to connect with you and continue the conversation. Also, ping me and let me know what you want to hear more of. I'll do the research, I'll dig deep, and then I'll bring new topics here for us to discuss every Monday and Friday. Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you soon, friends. Bye. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.